You're listening to the Strong Towns Podcast. Strongest Town Contest is an opportunity to highlight some of the great things that are happening in cities, towns, and neighborhoods across the country. This week, we are in round three, which is our final four. These four cities have been selected by you, our audience, from an initial list of 16, and we're asking you to now help us narrow that list to two. You can do that by going to strongtowns.org and clicking on the Strongest Town Contest. Voting in round three ends Wednesday night at midnight, so don't hesitate. One of those four towns in our final four is Hoboken, New Jersey, a city of 50,000 on the Hudson River. And I have on the line with me from Hoboken, Phil Jonet. Welcome, Phil. Thank you, Chuck. Hey, you guys beat Collingswood, New Jersey in round one. That had to be a little satisfying. And then sure. you bested Hopkins, Minnesota, my, uh, the, only, the only Minnesota entry in round two. Are you feeling pretty confident? You've got Sandusky, Ohio now. You, you feeling pretty confident about that? I feel pretty good. <laughs> well, tell us, I would like to hear your story. How, how did you come to live in, in Hoboken? I grew up in the middle of New Jersey, less than an hour away from Hoboken, and I was looking for colleges um, when I was in high school. And I ended up picking and attending Stevens Institute of Technology and Engineering School in Hoboken. So I moved in 2003 to Hoboken, and I never really left. Um, so I've been there for well over a decade and uh, just had one quick stint in Manhattan. What, what was the transition from student to, uh, you know, young professional in terms of like your living arrangements and stuff? Um, it was not very difficult. Um, many students live off campus. I didn't spend much time living off campus, but it was a well-known process of getting apartments in town. And a lot of Stevens students do stay in the area. So there, um, it was pretty easy transition. Do you see yourself getting older in Hoboken? I mean, do you see yourself, uh, you know, kids, family, you know, yeah, I mentioned, you know, different, different phases of work? Go ahead. I mentioned it in the uh, first round description of the town, and I said, what, I guess the last question was, what is the best part about town? And I did say that it's definitely a good place to to grow old, to raise kids, Um much things have improved in cities around the United States a lot in the last 20 years. My parents actually lived in Hoboken in around 1980, maybe late 70s. Um, Hoboken, although it was it was not a very popular place, um, or it was a it was down on its luck at, at that time, but still it was it was an easy commute to Manhattan. So for young professionals. It was still a place to live, um, and my parents did that for, for a couple years. But now the town has, has uh, grown up, improved its schools, improved other parts uh, of life. And being a senior, I've often thought of, uh, of you know, my grandparents and other older relatives that living in Hoboken is a, 
it's a great place to be able to live in a, a smaller, you know, if there's no yards or limited yards, so <clears throat> a smaller place, but you can easily walk to the supermarket and stay healthy um, throughout, throughout the older years as well. Let's say that I'm coming to visit you, which actually might happen in the next couple of weeks. We've yeah. we've kind of been you know floating the the notion here. Um, what are three things that that we need to go do? I mean, if if you've got someone coming to town and they're going to be there for a day or, or or two, what are the three things in Hoboken that you really need to experience to get the the full sense of of what Hoboken's all about? Well, Hoboken is is a small town. And it's less than, or it's just over one square mile. <clears throat> so there'll be a lot of walking around town uh, to see the different sites. Um, one of one of the things that we're famous for is um, is the Italian culture. We've had a great uh, set of restaurants and um, and Italian Americans who've lived here for for a long time and formed the base of the community for so long. We actually have about 12 or 13 delis that make their own fresh mozzarella cheese. And we could, we could walk around and we could hit up every single deli, or we could just pick one and sit down and, and get a, a really great meal. Um, same thing with um, pizza is even some New Yorkers, not, not all of them, but some New Yorkers say, oh, Hoboken pizza, it's, it's worth the trip across the river. Um, so we, we could get Italian food, uh, from the fanciest down to delis and pizza, um, you know, even something like Carlos Bakery, that's full of tourists. I can't uh, go there anymore, but it's uh, it started there, and, uh, and so it's a, a famous place for people to go and, and experience the food of Hoboken. Nice. So that's, that's one aspect of our town that, uh, that's well-known and, uh, and really makes living uh, here very satisfying. Um, also, the... Walking along the, the riverfront um, in the second um, entry for the strong, Strongest Town competition, I discussed um, the, the waterfront changed um, over the last 100 years. Um, it used to be all shipping and industry along the waterfront, and um, they, they couldn't compete because the, the boat slips were too small. And, you know, everything got centralized into the port of Newark, New Jersey, is, is one of the largest ports in the United States that's, not, that's less than 10 miles from us. Um, so all the sh- almost all the shipping uh, went away. But, um, but one of the things that's really brought the town back is that relationship to the Hudson River. And, um, and the plans that were laid in Hoboken did become adopted by the state. to form- They want to form a 18-mile-long linear park the entire way, um, from Bayonne, which is to the south of us, all the way up the Palisades past the George Washington Bridge, where there's already what's known as Palisades Park up there. So walking along the riverfront is, uh, is a great experience for everybody. There's unparalleled views of New York City um, across the river, and uh, we, have, we already have a series of parks that, um, that have really helped bring the town back to life. Um, Pier A park uh was converted to you know a field and some trees and it's it's really the center the center of activity um during i would say the warm months but even in the winter i mean people still hang out in that park all the time it's it's beautiful 
And then if if I remember right, at, at one point in the past, you sent me a photo of of the view from either your house or you know your your residence or your business. I, I can't remember which one, but it was yeah, it was amazing. It was really fantastic. Yeah, the views of New York City are are incredible. And Stevens, at where I went to college, is um, they're on they're on a hill um, called Castle Point, and um, it's the only real hill in town. The rest of the town is very uh, is very low lying, and um, but the views from that hill are are just incredible. All right, so we're gonna go eat some Italian food, which I'm up for. We're going to go walk along the uh, the Hudson and look at the views, which sounds fantastic. What's the, what's the third thing we're going to do, Phil? Um, the third thing I would just take you onto onto Washington Street for the rest of the rest of the the view of town. Um, Washington Street is is one of the best um, main streets in the country. I think it's about fifteen fifteen blocks long. Um, and you know, city hall at one end, and, and all the transportation connections that were that we discussed um, at at the southern towards the southern end, and then all the way to the northern northern end of town, about just over a mile long. And uh, and Washington Street is is a main a main commercial street that's that's bustling with with options from from bars to restaurants to to shopping, and it's it's a real a real healthy mix of everything. <clears throat> and um, it's a really, really great place. When other when other towns talk about their downtowns, they really they want it to look like Hoboken. <laughs> uh, okay, tell me, um, tell me what's something that Hoboken could do a little better. I mean, every, uh, no place is perfect, and, and we're not pretending that it is. But but I'm interested in your take on you know if if you could tweak something, if you could make something a little bit better in Hoboken, what, what would it be? Yeah, the the obvious um, the obvious description of what's what's wrong with Hoboken now is that it's become so popular that affordability is really becoming becoming difficult for many people, and and I think there's a couple um, causes of this that Strong Towns does help address, um, but but the as I said Hoboken has been fully built out for over a hundred years. There was seventy thousand people living in Hoboken in nineteen ten and um, and now we have only fifty five thousand so we're just coming back to what we had um, before you know truly pre war um, you know before yeah. world war one we 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 really expanded from the eighteen sixties through nineteen ten and um, and now and then we had we had a big lull as as so many people left left town um, during you know the 50s, 60s, 70s, and then we've, we've been coming back ever since. Um, so, mm-hmm. but now what, what we have is, is um, it's, Hoboken's probably, it's one of the most popular towns to live in in, in New Jersey, and uh, affordability is, is definitely becoming difficult. Um, I do think that development has been very strong. There's lots of different developers, but one of the incremental developments that I think could be uh, could be more pri- could be prioritized is building additional single stories on top of of existing buildings. Uh, so we have many buildings that are between two and five stories tall, and we could 
if the zoning board was process and zoning and planning made the process easier to allow people to add another story on top, that would that would really help little people build wealth, not just big developers, and would yeah. um, would add a lot of capacity for new for either growing families. You know, if you own that top floor apartment and you can expand above you, you can, you know, you can have a kid in town or two kids or three kids. You know, it's, it's difficult. Right, right. So many yeah. of our apartments are so small. And right now the main option is that the city has been pushing the big developers to put in more three-bedroom units within the big developments. But sure. as another alternative, making the process easier to build small incremental infill development or not even infill, but just expansion on the existing buildings would be uh, a, ma- a major step towards improving affordability, I-, I-, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. If, let me ask you this. If, if you had to point to one thing, you've been with us at Strong Towns for a long time. Um, and so, you know, I, I know this is a question that you've probably pondered to a degree, but if if you had to say there's one thing about Hoboken that makes it more of a strong town than anything else, there's one characteristic or one aspect of it. What what would what would that be? What jumps to your mind? Um, what jumps to mind is is the walkability of the town. Um, yeah. Every every town, the the town, like I said, it, it was built before 1910, so tr- really pre automobile. And the entire the, t- the entire city grid, the historic grid, is narrow. Um, we are one-way streets, which a lot of uh, urban planners now are saying one-way streets aren't as good as you know we, as previous generations thought. We want to convert them back to two-way. We have all one-way streets with parallel parking on both sides of the street, all going one direction, and the cars move at 20 miles an hour, yeah. and they yeah. stop for everybody, and uh, you know. It's it's really very walkable. You know, there, there's very little danger on uh, on most streets for pedestrians um, and bikers as well. I'm a, I'm a big time biker. It gets me from one town corner of town to the other, uh, you know, very quickly. So have you? Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's it. Um, I, I wanted to ask if you've ever been to Sandusky, Ohio. You have any 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 thoughts on your competition this round? I've never been to Sandusky, Ohio. No, um, <laughs> I I took a quick look. They're they're half the size of us, um, but they they look like they have a really strong urban core. Um, they've got that one big one big business in town. Uh, certainly, that's a that's a risk that isn't you know on the strong town strength test. Um, right, right. But Hoboken, yep. Hoboken has a lot of different businesses. Uh, certainly, the decline of the shipping industry was very rough on Hoboken for a number of decades. But we are uh, in a totally different place now. There's a lot of white collar jobs. There's a lot of artists. There's a lot of restaurants. There's a lot of retail. Um, and so, I know the city is trying to improve that mix for us. Um, that's always trying to attract businesses uh to to Hoboken but um but I think that's that's one of the big differences um between between the two towns in addition Hoboken has been booming um you know we we were 
in the high uh, 37, 38,000 people in the year 2000, just before I moved there. And we've added, mm-hmm. we've added uh, almost 15,000 people um, since yeah. then. We're, yeah. we're in 53 to 55,000 now. And so there has been a lot of large-scale development. There's been a lot of rehabilitation of small buildings. There's been, there's been, there have been in incremental development increases um, that I was talking about, but, but not enough. I feel like that process could be improved and streamlined um, through the zoning and planning uh, committees. So I'm working with them, and uh, hopefully we'll get the, uh, these ideas out there. I got to say, it, it, it was great meeting you a, a few years ago, and it's been a lot of fun now getting to learn more about the place you live and the place you care about. And, of course, you, you didn't mention Andrew Price, which, who I think you've met now. I have met I Andrew you, now, yes. Yeah, you're able to talk. You know, Someone was able to convince this crazy Australian to move to Hoboken, and now he's – I hear he's been out like hanging up flyers and stuff to try to get people to <laughs> – to vote for Hoboken for this truck is down. So uh, well, he's such a Andrew, great guy. Yeah, he's brilliant. I've always loved his writing on your website. And um, and I was very happy when he just started posting about, I'm looking for a place to live in the area. And uh, so I'm happy he's in town. And we've met uh, we've met at, a, at one of the community meetings uh, a couple weeks ago. So That's awesome. Well, Phil Jonah from Hoboken, uh, good luck in the final four, and uh, maybe we'll see you next week on the, the video broadcast uh, in the championship round. Great. Thank you so much, Chuck. Yep. You take care. Talk to you later. We need your help. If you think the Strong Town's message is important, don't keep it to yourself. Pass it on. You can get more information and sign up to be a member of Strong Towns at strongtowns.org. They know that America's one big pothole right now. Bill, 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 Bill. That's a story. Chuck Marone, this has been fascinating. Oh, Magnet City! I like you. I like your vision of the of the world. The United Nations Earth Summit Agenda 21. Yeah.